No one likes a hypocrite. Well, the book of James seems to deal with this subject over and over again. It's such a practical book teaching us how to live an authentic, genuine Christian life, a life that truly pleases God and is above reproach to the people around us. No one likes a hypocrite. The greatest hindrance probably to someone coming to faith in Christ is meeting someone who says they're Christian and then they don't live like it. And it's obvious in their attitude, their actions, that they do not practice out the Christian life and experience as Jesus taught us in his word. So James is so practical. Now, as we've been looking at this book, he's talking about Christians who've been scattered all over the world and because of their faith, they've been persecuted and they're dealing with difficult times in their lives. And he's encouraging them to count it joy when they fall into diverse temptations. If they lack wisdom in dealing with the situations and circumstances, ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to them. But then as we've been looking at the last couple days, he says, let them ask in faith, nothing wavering, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Someone who's double-souled. He's trying to live for God one day and living for the world the next day. Now, it's interesting to me, the very next verses, he, he says this, now let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like the flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun rises with a scorching heat and withers the grass, it, its flower falls and its beauty perishes, so also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Now, right after he deals with this double-mindedness, what, what, what makes us double-minded in a sense? I think the Apostle Paul touches on this in the book of Timothy when he says uh, that uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. If we're not careful, we get caught up into materialism. We want to keep up with the Joneses or the Smiths down the street. We want the iPhone they have. We want the car they have. We want the house they have. We want the kind of living they have. And we get caught up in the sin of covetousness. We want something we legitimately can't afford and have and really don't need. And, uh, and, and so he's saying now, be careful that you don't go down that path. Now, nothing wrong with being rich. He says, especially if you practice humiliation in the sense that you realize that God gave you everything you have. It's a gift of God. You're a steward over it. And he says he wants you to use those riches, the Apostle Paul did later, in, in blessing others. And there's nothing wrong with having things for yourself as long as the things don't have you. And so he said, remember the lowly in his uh, exaltation. One day, those who are low, those who are poor, they will be exalted if they are living for the glory of God. And the rich one day, well, he says, it's going to all pass away. It's not going to be when you die, we're going to all die alike. Uh, we're going to go to the grave and everything gets left behind. You can't take it with you. The only thing you can take with you are those things you do as you live for eternity, as you bring other souls into the kingdom. And so I think uh, James here is just making it real practical. Make sure you're not pursuing the things of the world because they're going to pass away and realize God's in control and in the end we all die. Then he goes to the next 
passage of scripture that deals with being uh, faithful under trial. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial because when he has been tested, he'll receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And so we'll be talking about what it means to be blessed as we face the trials of life and we are steadfast, we endure. And uh, that's what really proves whether or not we have our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and our faith is genuine and authentic. It's those trials, those crises that comes our way that prove our faith. Well, God bless you today. I trust that uh, you'll read this passage of scripture, you'll be encouraged, and you'll keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ and live a life that's authentic, that lets others see the reality of a God who does care for us through his son, Jesus Christ. God bless. Have a wonderful day.